welcome to Bangalore Mits. Hello, Subhu. Hey, good. How are you? I'm doing great. Have you already started following India versus New Zealand? No, not really. <laughs> Actually, my son is more uh, enthusiastic these days, so he keeps asking me. <laughs> He is seeing all matches actually. I, I, I mean, TNPL, uh, now, now what? K, KPL? Uh, yeah, KPL is about to. Uh, yeah, so he watches all. I mean, anything cricket he watches. <laughs> it's good to see some ardent fan coming up. Right. Okay. So he is really. I mean, he is even seeing all. I mean, he able to tell, okay, this is a team, and he is telling some people who play. <laughs> Okay, so what are we talking this week? Uh, TechCrunch Disrupt? Yeah, let's do that. I mean, we've been doing all this, we're just trying yes. to cover the events and stuff like that. So let's, another big, one of the biggest events which happened last month, probably about 10, two weeks back, mm. uh, is uh, Disrupt 2016. So do, do you, before we get into it, do you think it still has that sort of, that buzz and all that? I don't know about bus, but a couple of years back, if you look at it, uh, the Om Malik had his own uh, similar yeah, sort of program, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, Jason Calacanas had his own thing, and then uh, the Giga conference, yeah, Giga conferences, and Recode, and uh, right, right. and Malt Osberg had his own show, which is like where Bill Gates and uh, Steve Jobs used to come and stuff like so. I, I I don't see that kind of bus now actually, and either it is too diluted or like. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, uh, but uh, there are a couple of conferences that are still popular. One of them is TechCrunch. I mean, like TechCrunch Disruptor is one of them as well. And uh, Recode also has one event every okay. year. That is more towards the consumer tech, and this is more towards combination of startups and enterprise mm-hmm. and everything. But actually, if you look at uh, their uh, grand prize, is still like sixteen million, fifty thousand dollars, which I think it doesn't mean anything these yeah. days. I guess. Yeah. I think uh, the, the, this whole thing was started by uh, the earlier TechCrunch founder. Uh, you remember his name? I no, no, no. But now they are part of uh, this one, right? Uh, uh, AOL, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, so... I still feel they are not actually doing justice to, um, to the level what they can do, actually. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what... Do, do you still see that kind of interest on these events, actually? Because... Um, I see the, that, I mean... The, the I haven't seen any <coughs> real, uh, what to say, path-breaking technologies uh-huh. uh, being demonstrated in any of these events, to be frank. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, they are mostly, I think, if somebody has a really, really good technology breakthrough, mm-hmm. I don't think they really come on this. I think these are mostly app ideas. Right, right. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, I think offline it has been only that, I think. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's right, actually. And as well, I only see that as kind of a a gauge for like in terms of uh, what various startups are working in in terms of some of those uh, some of the bold upcoming trends kind of a thing is what I see yeah. so that, uh, let's start with the, the finalists right or at least yeah, the yeah. top 10 whatever yeah. we may not take I mean we may not talk about all the 10 but at least yeah. uh, the few ones which you see as interesting so what do you want to start with yeah, so the show had two structures one is those the so the startups they shortlist from based on various qualification criteria they arrived at the six startups before the event mm-hmm. and so those event they I mean at the event they had the opportunity to present it to the larger audience I mean larger audience as well the judge right. and the other part of the show was that basically where they had a hackathon wherein 
several interested right. groups were been uh, i mean they were invited for the show and then they were uh, they had opportunity to build something in 3 days quickly and then demonstrate and stuff like that so Uh, so coming back to that uh, find six finalist i think uh, yeah you want to touch each one of them or how do you want to no they'll see or anything which interested you which you want to touch upon yes i know your uh, hardcore interest is hell <laughs> so you want to start with that i mean we need not actually talk about the they find i mean the guy who i mean or the company yeah. which won the yeah. best prize okay Uh, so you are mentioning to me about this carbon health. Yeah. What does that do? So I mean, the carbon health is uh, is a service which they are trying to basically integrate uh, various industry healthcare players, which is in terms of like uh, your uh, health service providers, which are like hospitals, <coughs> mm-hmm. and the consumers, uh, patients, and then the labs, which are that basically who does the routine tests and stuff like that. So they are just kind of creating a platform for the healthcare service providers the the healthcare providers as well the the pharmaceutical companies so it's like one single platform where you will be able to track your data and share it with hospitals and labs and everything so right that's a kind of we i mean we have been seeing this kind of trend every now and then um, there's there's a lot of challenges around this area and I don't see till those challenges are solved in terms of creating the data bridge between sharing different healthcare providers and stuff like that. That there needs to be standards needs to evolve and stuff like that. Because I don't see there is a single player where you will be able to onboard all the healthcare providers into the platform as well all the consumers into the platform and stuff like that. So. i mean there are different companies are trying out different approaches here uh, apple is trying out their own approach here in terms of integrating keeping the data in the devices and stuff like that and giving a bridge to the service providers which are like healthcare providers to interface the data so this is again uh, for very small private practice doctors or i, mean, I don't hospital. think they look at anything like that they just basically want to onboard the 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 consumers and the healthcare providers pharmaceutical labs everybody into one platform where they will be able to easily share data between them if yeah. all of you are there in the same platform then it is a la la land yeah <laughs> <laughs> now uh, but why do you I mean why do they think that they can be successful like because uh, if you look at few years back big companies like google microsoft they all are in this and they all shut down their services yeah right Uh, I mean, they were essentially. I know both of Google and Microsoft is what I know. Yeah, they were pretty much saying the same story, right? Right. You can actually connect everything and everywhere, yeah. and keep your records and all that. And I would say that we discuss this quite a bit length actually. So I mean, there are various, various. Uh, okay. We so, have got various issues here. One is basically. Every hospitals is pro basically have their own systems which are. Okay, so so you still think there is any market to this? Uh, I really don't know because uh, this seems to be coming on and off in few years, and then they again go into a dark mode, and then they again come. <laughs> so I, I don't know. Is it this is to me uh, something looks like a, a business problem which mm-hmm. cannot be solved by technology? Yeah. So, but I mean, the technology companies like I mean, like. 
if you look at apple they are trying to solve it in a different way uh, and the, the, i mean so there are different challenges in this area so it cannot happen right. in the way where these are going towards basically that's exactly what i wanted to say okay uh, what other company interest you and the other one i saw was the everly well or something which is like i hope i everly well yeah yeah pronouncing them right so this is another trend i basically look at in years uh, many of the healthcare startups are coming in this direction where um, there are some specific tests which can be done at home which you want to do it routinely uh, so most of the labs if you look at today uh, both either in india or us uh, th- those reports are extremely uh, hmm. unreadable for common people right okay so those reports are basically having set of mathematical numbers range in which you need yeah. to have those values and stuff like that so what these startups are trying to do is that make sure these reports are more interesting and readable and the tests uh, which you want to do it can be performed at your home at your leisure okay where you should be able to do them carry them out so those are other trend which is like not only the zevol level i've seen even couple of more companies trying to play in, into this role Uh, so yeah. this company actually gives you a kit right yeah. uh, which you can actually use uh, yeah. con- okay so mm-hmm. the once the kit arrives at your home if you are if you are like a diabetic or certain certain conditions you have you should be able to at your leisurely at your home use the kit uh, learn how to how you can take the blood sample and mm-hmm. monitor and you should be able to get back those reports which are much more analytical and uh, more informative than having a set of ranges and stuff like that okay so because i think there are quite a bit of art i mean the background learning or machine learning can be applied on the lab reports uh, that is also another trend which i look at which is coming up really well actually because this if you have something like in a no, follow, uh, following yeah. up conditions like uh-huh. on a, a diabetics especially there are quite a bit of predictive things what these companies can do based on the reports mm-hmm. that is another area where they will be able to do the value addition but i don't think this traditional labs are capable of doing those actually okay and that's an interesting area where uh, the i think that's a combination of life science big data health data and sensor data and like i mean there's a combination and combination of multiple multiple of these fields okay coming together to deliver kind of an right i mean like it is like a typical any other consumer product where you have all this broader terms like which are hidden where you just really see the okay the, the, yeah that's another interesting thing i saw uh, i i didn't really uh, look at in deep about the mobilitics you have any yeah it's called mobilitics i mobile think <laughs> <laughs> I, i think uh, i think they were obviously the winner uh-huh. uh, who took the 50000 dollar okay. prize uh-huh. um i think the what i liked is uh, i am not a big gamer but i at least like right. the concept uh-huh. uh, maybe you play more games than me uh, but what they were basically saying if you are a serious gamer mm-hmm. and if you are playing a game any game for example they actually analyze your gaming uh, style or okay. gaming pattern and all that and then uh, they will uh, it could be even an online game I, i believe i don't know if they are a console game but Okay. online game mostly yeah uh, it will help you to reach i mean uh, more optimum levels yeah optimum levels are being more successful okay. based on your gaming patterns it's going to suggest you 
to change your gaming style okay. and all that right so this is uh, i don't know how they do it uh-huh. um, i don't know if it's really an interesting area yeah. i think uh, i mean like mobile gaming uh, i mean they fundamentally change the way you think basically if mm-hmm. you look at it Uh, yeah, but I think interesting area. Uh, and like, like if you can figure out the cream of game. Yeah, I think they basically took the mobile application analytics or okay. server and application analytics and just switched it yeah. to apply for games. Yeah. That's exactly what they have done. Okay. So basically, what you do in app analytics, you you actually see okay where where my users are. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, using my app, where, which features are more popular, and okay. all that. Based on that, you improve your app. they are basically doing it at a consumer level where this is not a company you are helping right it's basically it's helping as an individual to no it will also help the game developer actually right. yeah because it's like that kind of insight uh, to build the storyboarding and the logical right. when you build the game that should automatically help them also. in fact when you look at some of the game sdks they are all more driven gui driven ones they look something like very fundamental at the 1.0 if you look at it many of those gaming sdks right now right there are a lot more intelligent things could be easily done on the gaming side actually yeah and i think i mean like this kind of innovate i mean if this kind of things are going to drive and see where gamers are succeeding or where they are failing it basically help them to rethink actually right okay uh what other companies interested you no i didn't look at anything else i did see unify id a little bit uh, but i'm i really didn't look at it in detail in terms of uh, how it they are trying to solve the the authentication issue right yeah. uh, so unify id is another company which is trying to solve the password problem basically yeah and uh, i i don't know much i'm not tried it out or used it so it is really difficult to okay I think there are, there are a lot of approaches now coming, especially to solve authentication issues. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is maybe one another approach. I believe. Okay. How good it is, we don't know. But uh, have you seen? Any, I mean, like apart from two FA, which is like two factor authentication, mm-hmm. I don't see any really industry standard or very effective ones in the market. Actually. See, I I think this is still probably. I mean. it's it's very difficult for actually companies to trust one provider and move their mm-hmm. uh, thing and and actually when people are used to i mean typing in passcodes if okay. tomorrow my bank says uh, okay you don't need to type a passcode i know where you are i think do what all i read i think it looks like they are using some big data and all things okay to identify you are the person you are logging in right yeah. i still won't be actually comfortable like i mean my bank figuring out i am the user without even they asking me Uh, i think uh, i still feel many at least indian banks aren't aren't doing good job with two factor authentication okay uh, many indian banks uh, haven't done that done. so which is this is the first step they got to do yeah there are few banks who are doing it okay uh, like city bank is doing uh, i think icic probably does i'm not sure okay uh, but i think there are a lot of other banks who have not even done that okay i mean they have some password policies which are good but uh, two factor is definitely something they should actually right are you seeing any trend which is like slightly better than two factor anywhere actually because i mean this is i don't know about bank story here but if you just uh, want to go back and look at the unify id what i think they're trying to do here is that 
based on your social other right. accounts they are trying to have your own unify id which can understand your social ids and then they try to allow you authenticate you um, and see i still uh, i am little skeptical in terms of how companies like facebook or anybody else would be able to push you the data which you need for your own specific ones which are they are trying to get yeah the details are still not there yeah, so. so and i don't know exactly <laughs> what problem we are trying to solve right yeah. okay uh, anything else uh, i saw there's another company called blessing bb uh, uh-huh. which uh, which was probably more on the database side which i am not an expert okay <laughs> Uh, but i thought uh, it was interesting because they are trying to use a gpu to improve the sql queries or whatever mm-hmm. and they are saying it can work on all cloud platforms like aws yeah um, i mean so it's that that way it was pretty interesting i think this is a big trend which is happening in the database side right now i see quite a bit of buzz in terms of there's another uh, database uh, framework which has come out basically which uses the gpu completely for storage mm. it doesn't even touch the cpu cycles basically yeah i think especially um is one one of the trend which is moving I and mean, the most the rdms is something which is like slow under developed no but do you think uh, servers come with big gpus e- even if they don't come right now uh, but there is a possibility where they, the servers are adding up gpus as well uh, v- vertical based another addons which are like uh, machine learning and stuff mm-hmm. like that so as and when the consumer side uh, when it starts pumping in naturally the server side the adoption will automatically move in no but what i am uh, maybe i lack the detail here again oh. uh, but if you are looking at a, like a cloud provider for example aws right. they are not going to use an off the shelf hardware to run their uh, their infrastructure right yeah. they, they basically assemble their own yeah. uh, i mean blade whatever machine right why would they care to put gpu in right. all the servers so, so i think uh, the the couple of interesting things uh, if you already look at it like somebody like uh, who are they? Uh, the the gaming oh yeah okay yeah. the ones which are like runs on uh, linux on right. mac right. windows what is it company for uh, no idea <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty poor on gaming okay so uh, see the, the the there is a quite a bit of benefit in adding gpus on the server side but what we have to look at it is like uh, once the kind of the market is created on the software side stack uh, be it aws or any other cloud company will start developing the hardware actually it, i don't think that will be a bigger issue it goes hand in hand right once once the the databases start using gpu and and the developer is not even aware that how the database is yeah. using it and you are only going to able to uh, provide or give much more optimum performance for the sql queries mm. by using gpus it doesn't really matter for you whether uh, for a dev with the runs on this thing or no, i think uh, to me this company looks like a, a perfect acquisition target yeah maybe somebody like uh, a cloud gamers yeah it will be an rdms uh, player or even a cloud player right? oh, yeah. uh, something like amazon or microsoft right. would definitely buy them uh-huh. i mean probably that's where they are targeting also yeah okay um, you want to quickly catch up on the uh, the or the hacking the the gaming platform i was the name i was looking for is steam basically 
direct thing. Yeah. Uh, the auto response is something probably yeah. it's an AI. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I think apart from that, even the online, including Amazon, okay. uh, their recommendation engine, I really hate. Okay. I don't think it really surprises me with anything. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, I think the, the advancements are happening in terms of machine learning. Uh, in terms of image processing and stuff like that is more and auto driving cars and stuff like that is what you're seeing so there those are some of the direct benefits at the consumer level you're seeing right apart from google and stuff like that so okay there is nothing else then kind of done yeah all right so that's pretty much about tech crunch